0: Get ready for life, the universe, and everything. On the Soul Forge. Hey there, everybody! Welcome to episode 23 of the Soul Forge podcast. I'm your host Sean Vanderloo, and have I got an exciting episode for you today? What are we going to talk about? well here goes a few weeks ago there was a big halloween dance i'm not sure if i told you about that or not on a previous episode but i was the bartender and during the course of the night a guy that i know named paul or nicknamed sparky he uh, is a regular contributor to the rusted robot podcast the rusted robot podcast he emails in almost every week, and uh, we get quite a few cool discussions going on because of uh, his emails with his buddy. A few weeks ago, we ran into each other. He, he, he was buying drinks or something, and we got to talking. So we were talking about podcasts, of course, and uh, he said, you know what, I, I've not listened to a lot of the Soul Forge yet, but uh, one of the things that uh, you mentioned in some of the early episodes is that uh, you, you went on uh, certain adventures because of girls or something. And then he said I kept saying that, uh, oh, but that's a different a story for a different day, and I'll talk about that later on another episode. So I actually listened to a few of the earlier episodes, and more than once, I, uh, I was talking about something, and I said, oh, but that's a story for another time. So I figured, why not take episode 23, and uh, we'll just talk about some random adventures that I have gone on, or things that have happened to me because of my lifelong obsession with girls. Lots of fun, I'm sure. I've written some down. I'm sure there's more that I can't remember right now. But we'll go ahead. We'll get right into it. So I remember saying uh, I've been obsessed with girls all my life. I was in love with a girl named Adele in kindergarten, a girl named Krista in grade one. I can't remember any specific adventures or funny stories because of them. Not that there weren't any. There might have been, but that's a long time ago, and I can't really remember. One of the first instances of me doing something silly because of a girl happened when I was probably seven years old. At that time, I lived in Sault Ste. Marie, lived in the townhouse complex known as Grove Crescent. That's right across from Finn Hill, and uh, I had a couple friends who lived on Lake Street. Now, my buddy Peter, he lived on Lake Street. I used to live across from him the previous year, and then we moved to Grove. But uh, I still went to the same school, we all hung out, and we had a couple friends that were sisters who lived just down the street from Peter. And uh, I think Rebecca was a year younger than us, and her sister Elsa was probably a year or two older. And so what did we do? Well, Elsa, in her infinite wisdom, said, let's go play in in the bushes like we always do. And and between Grove and Lake Street uh, was fairly substantial bush from what I remember. And uh, we always played in the back of Elsa and Rebecca's yard because in their bush area, there was a nice pond and a fairly open area, but secluded and well, away, well enough away from the houses. So this one time, Elsa says, Hey, let's, uh, let's show each other our private parts. I remember Mom having previously said, Never show anybody your junk. Well, she wouldn't have said junk, she would have said stuff. Or Actually, her famous name for a boy's private part was Pipiliti. Shawnee, don't show anybody your Pipiliti. But of course, uh, me being obsessed with girls, Elsa said, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to go around the pond and we're going to show each other our stuff. And so I remember Peter whipped his out, Peter whipped out his Peter, I whipped mine out. She, of course, because she was older and manipulative, didn't whip anything out, but said, hey, you can look at uh, Rebecca's uh, boobs. And of course, Rebecca was probably six and didn't have any boobs. And so she took her sister's shirt off, but there was an undershirt underneath. And then we had to go because we were being called for dinner or whatever it was. So anyway, long story short, I showed my junk because Elsa wanted me to and uh, I shouldn't have done that, but I was hoping to see some girl stuff, which I never got to see. Why do I even remember that story? I I don't even know. I, I'm not sure I could even find the pond again if I tried to. I don't know what house Elsa and Rebecca lived in, and I don't even know if the bush between Grove and Lake Street still exists or if it's been filled in by houses or not, but that was uh, probably like around 1983, so quite a while ago. Just a vague memory of sh- showing my stuff then i shouldn't have shown it so first solid memory of adventures with girls what else happened there's the pork and bean incident but i'm going to tell that at the end of this episode because it's uh it's silly it's stupid it's funny and i still can't believe that that happened so what happened after in the meantime well uh, i remember in grade nine i was obsessed with sherry who i've talked about before and i would do anything to spend time with her and so one time she and a bunch of friends were going christmas caroling and asked me along and of course i went can i sing i cannot sing i'm tone deaf i can't carry a tune in a paper bag i can't read music i can't play musical instruments i i can't dance i've got no rhythm whatsoever But to spend time with Sherry, sure, I'll go sing carols with you, why not? It was cold, we walked a lot, and and we went to strangers' houses to sing, but I got to uh, spend some time with her, and that was the main thing. I remember we were in the back of uh, somebody's van as we were being taken from one place to another, and I put my head on her shoulder just because I wanted to get close to her, and she pushed me off. So, uh, didn't have a lot of luck. Throughout uh, these adventures, grade 10 or 11, I went to a girl's house because she invited me over to play basketball. Once again, no rhythm, no coordination, uh, no care for sports at all, but it was a chance to spend some time with a girl, and so I did. Nothing happened. Nothing came of it. It was just uh, an afternoon spent with a girl that I knew from school, and uh, eh, not a lot of fun. But uh, it it was something to do, and nothing ever came of it, of course. And speaking of Sherry, she's the entire reason I moved to North Bay for university, because I wanted to spend time with her, and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life for school. And she was going there, and it wasn't far away from the Sioux, only about five hours, and it was more time to spend with her. So naturally, that's where I went to school. That's probably pretty well shaped the rest of my life because of everything that happened I could have gone I I was accepted to where I was accepted to the school in Windsor I think I was accepted to a school in Thunder Bay also just right across the border in Sioux Michigan and the one in North Bay so I I could have gone to a bunch of different spots but I went to the the school where Sherry was going because why not I also joined the school newspaper because of her because it was more time to spend together Speaking of school in North Bay, that's where I met uh, Stephanie in the second half of my first year. So, what, January of 1996, I believe. And we we got to hit it off pretty well. This is the girl that I was obsessed with. Turned out she was a lesbian, so there was no possibility of anything happening. But it was my first lesbian experience, the first one that I'd ever met or knew that I had met. And uh, I, I really liked her. I liked her a lot. So, what did I do? I went to north bay 's first take back the night march, and I was the only man there and stephanie says okay you you can you should you should come it'll be fun. Stand on the side and march behind everybody because you 're the only guy there, and uh they might not take to it too well. but I was there. I showed my support. I took back the night with all the ladies, and uh oh man, that was uh That was an excruciating time, a lot of walking, and nobody talked to me. So that wasn't a lot of fun. And speaking of adventures with Stephanie, I'd spend a lot of time with her and her lesbian friends and whatnot. And I'd spend the night at at their place. We'd drink and we'd play cards. And of course, nothing would happen because they weren't interested in guys. But uh, I'd come home the next day and my roommate Dave would say, Oh, there's Sean, the action-no-action man. I'm like what are you talking about, Dave? Well, you're always uh, you're always with all these girls, but nothing's happening and uh, so that w- that was his big joke. and pretty much uh, he was correct uh, not uh, not a lot of action happening for Sean, which I guess is okay because uh, well, why is it okay? I don't even know. I guess it has to be okay because that's what happened. and I can't change it now, right? That was North Bay in North Bay, I met Lynn. This is the one that I met through ICQ, and we ended up moving together. She was in together. She was the first person I ever lived with. Uh, She had two rotten kids, and uh, we had a lot of fun, actually. We went on road trips. We uh, went to Canada's Wonderland in Toronto. We did all kinds of different things. Came up to Timmins to uh, spend time at her parents' cottage and whatnot. It It was an adventure with her. A lot of uh a lot of stress, but uh she is the reason that I moved to Timmins. So I, I moved to North Bay because of Sherry, I moved to Timmins because of Lynn. After we got here it didn't last very long and I met Trish. So Trish is the reason I stayed in Timmins. Uh, so what is what is this telling you guys about me? Thinking back on all these adventures and whatnot, I pretty much just follow girls around to spend time with them because and uh, I, I don't I don't know if that's a good thing a bad thing an indifferent thing or, or what it is really it's just uh, it's just my personality I like to spend time with girls and I give up my better judgment to do things with them I've read poetry at poetry readings because of girls I've joined drama classes because of girls i think i even uh joined air cadets when i was 12 because a girl from my class was going there as well so a- anything that would allow me to spend some time with girls i i would do i remember playing uh spin the bottle when i was probably oh, say 11 or 12 and we didn't even have a bottle and it was a uh, a hairbrush or something and we didn't even know what we were doing i think it ended up being truth or dare or something and not, nothing exciting happened, but why am I even telling that part of the story? I, I don't even know. Just random things that would happen because it, it was time to spend with girls. Here comes the pork and bean story. Okay. So as you know, my mom married my stepfather Cannon. His name was Doug, but of course he thought he was a biker and his nickname was Cannon. Now he had a couple of friends named Cindy and Trevor, and When mom and him got married, we met all his friends and whatnot. And Cindy and Trevor had three girls. Uh, Nicole was my age. I think she was like a week and a half younger than I was. And then I think the twins were maybe my brother Curtis's age. So four or five years younger than me. So anyway, it turns out I was obsessed with this Nicole girl. Why was I obsessed with her? Well, she was pretty and she was blonde and she was tall and she was one of the cool kids and and she was kind of dangerous and I don't know. I was, how old was I? Would have been maybe, well, I think they got married in 84, so I would have been eight. So eight, nine, 10, we would have hung out with uh, Cindy and Trevor and the kids and whatnot. There's two stories with Nicole. First one is that uh, one time, uh, Cindy came over to visit my mom, and I came out of my room and I said, "Hey, uh, where's Nicole? Why isn't she here?" And Cindy says, "Oh, she stayed at home." Blah blah blah. Uh, why don't Why don't you uh, write her a love letter? Because everybody knew of my obsession with Nicole. So of course I did. I wrote a love letter, and I can't remember what happened because of it. But I, I know they all got a a good, pretty good laugh. Uh, I wish I had that letter. I wish I knew what it said. But I don't. But I think uh, I think Nicole made fun of me for it the next time she saw me. But the main story with Nicole and how I am manipulated by em- my emotions and affected by all these strange different things. Uh, what I think uh, Nicole was turning maybe nine years old. I can't remember exactly, but it was her birthday party, and we were over at their house and. What I had to do, or what we were doing is we were, we were going to have our dinner. And so what I wanted to do was have the same thing that Nicole had on her plate because I wanted to show my affection for her by matching with what she was going to have. Kid logic doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. But uh, for whatever reason, I had to pick my dinner first. I picked what I thought Nicole would like. Because that way we would match, and we, and we could talk about having the same plate, and everything would be great, and she would love me too. So anyway, uh, I picked a bunch of stuff, and then I picked uh, pork and beans because I, I used to love pork and beans; they were one of my favorite foods. Then it came time for Nicole to pick her food, and she picked everything except for pork and beans. And I said, "Oh, how come you didn't pick pork and beans? I hate pork and beans. I think they're disgusting." I don't like them at all, and I'll never eat them in my entire life. So I'm like, oh, okay. So as I was eating my pork and beans, they tasted like garbage, and I vowed right then and there that I would never eat pork and beans again. And I don't think I had them again for years. Probably not until my mid-twenties before I even attempted to try them again, and I still didn't like them. And I may have had them two or three times since then, but it still reminds me of the whole Nicole incident so what this tells me is that for the most part uh when it comes to girls i lose all senses my brain stops working i don't think logically all sense goes right out the window i i don't even i don't even know why and i've tried to get better as the years have gone by but sometimes i i still find myself losing my judgment, lacking perspective, and uh, just doing whatever because there's going to be a girl there that I can spend time with. Now I I think I've got a handle on that and that's probably not true but uh, right now everything seems okay. Time will tell of course but I do and I have done a lot of strange things because of girls. Just like when I was 11 years old and uh, my girlfriend at the time, Crystal, said that uh, we should kiss. Even though our parents said that uh, we shouldn't kiss until we're both 13 and we were 11. But we did it anyway because it was, it was her idea. And of course, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what you want so you like me more. So that's, uh, that's pretty much what I've concluded. I will do things so that I'm well-liked. And I will do stupid things, I will do dangerous things, I will do ridiculous things, or I have done ridiculous things, stupid things, dangerous things, because of girls. And now that I've recorded this whole episode about these incidents, and I'm sure there's lots more that I can't remember, but now that I've recorded this episode, uh, I need to be more aware, more conscious of my choices and the reasons for them. And, and that's the whole reason for the Soul Forge podcast. Because we, we put our motivations and the things that we do on the forge. And we examine it under the flames. And I hope that's what I've done this week. A very, uh, I think it's a bit of a disjointed episode. Because it's just memory recall flashbacks and, and so on. Because a lot of these incidences happened so long ago. It, it's really hard to remember all the details as if they were fresh. But I think you get the general idea. So Sparky, I hope uh, some of these stories have entertained you. I hope it's entertained everybody. I hope you've learned something. I hope it's made you look back at your own life and question your motivations for certain things that you've done or things that you've allowed to have happen to you. Do you have your own pork and bean incident type of story? Have something totally ridiculous that when you actually say it out loud you can't believe that this happened i'd love to hear it i'm sure all of our listeners would love to hear it as well send me an email soulforgepodcast at gmail.com with your particular story if you'd like to actually uh, record something and send an mp3 i'd love to play it on the show as well that would be fantastic Tweet me, put in uh, a review in the uh, Apple podcast or iTunes store or whatever app you're using. That's always appreciated. Uh, If you'd like to share the link for this episode on your Facebook page or your Twitter account to let more people know about the show, that would be highly appreciated. But just wanted to say thanks for stopping by The Forge, and I hope you got some value out of this episode. And remember, life can only be understood backwards, but has to be lived forward. This has been another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast with Sean Vanderloo. If you'd like to contact the show, email us at soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. We are Soul forge Pod on Twitter. You can follow Sean on Twitter and Instagram at DarthVaderloo. Please rate and review us in Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. To support the show for as little as a dollar a month, visit patreon.com slash DarthVaderloo. Thanks for visiting the Forge. We will see you for the next episode.